Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports. All doing well. It is Friday, January 14, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Looking forward to the weekend. Have some things planned out. So hope you all stay safe, happy, healthy, wherever you are listening. And uh, obviously take care of yourself as usual. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to preview the NFC wildcard matchups and make my picks for that as I mentioned you can check out more of my episodes and content from previous uh, ones you know you can find it anywhere on the podcasting platforms you know uh, still stay tuned for that obviously you know various places to watch and uh, see my content so do share and uh, definitely appreciate that so Yesterday I previewed all the AFC wildcard games and, um, you know, you can check that out as, as you get ready and geared up for uh, the NFL playoffs. Um, obviously it's going to be huge and um, you look at the games that are happening in the NFC side. Um, they are intriguing, <coughs> excuse me, uh, but, you know, obviously they were just... Um, those things obviously with the seeding and everything kind of changed. As I mentioned, the AFC side a little bit more, uh, less interesting just to me. But again, there are compelling storylines that at, at this year in the you know as part of this e- in the season and the year, obviously the teams are in. You want to talk about them and get them all you know give the proper attention, which I did yesterday. As for the NFC side, um, three big matchups that are going to be really interesting and fascinating to watch. Um, especially that Niners-Cowboys match will be one that will be really, really viewed a lot and uh, taken, uh, you know, off of that, that game can go, go either way. Look at the Eagles and the Bucks. Um, you know, that's an interesting matchup. You know, it feels like the Bucks should win that game easily, but you never know. And then you have Cardinals and Rams in which Matthew Stafford and the Rams you know, try to win and Stafford obviously trying to get over the, over the hump, so that's really uh, interesting as well. So let's get right into it. Eagles taking on the Bay Buccaneers. Uh, both teams played uh, earlier in the season, in which the Buccaneers were able to win in Philadelphia, I think 29-22, or 20-22. Uh, and that game really came down to you know the Bucks obviously having a lead, and the Eagles did make a rally at it. Uh, but the Bucks were able to put together a nice drive to kind of run out the clock and, uh, you know, not get to the ball back. So, you know, it was a game which Eagles and Jalen Hurts did play well in the second half of that game, and they really made it an interesting um, game. Although that penalty was a, was a key penalty in that game, with I think a taunting call on the Philadelphia players, which allowed the Bucks to go ahead and be that situation to end the game uh, with the ball in their hands so this game you know how the Eagles can keep pace and how they can try to make the Bucks work a little more harder for this one obviously the Bucks are dealing with quite a few of injuries and they've been able to get back some key pieces like Shaq Barrett Pierre Paul Leonard Fournette so they are getting healthy, and you know they will be uh, more at full strength 
on their defense a little bit in this game. So that'll be something to watch out for. Um, look at the Eagles. This is Jalen Hurts' first playoff game. Now Hurts has obviously played in in a couple of playoff games in his career at Alabama. Um, but this is obviously a whole different level. And you just want to see Jalen Hurts come out and you know really play well. Obviously he did dealing with that ankle and a couple of other things, but this is the time of Jalen Hurts really to prove himself. Obviously as the long-term quarterback of the Eagles. I mean, this matchup, this playoff game, and how he performs will go a long way in deciding how they decide to build this team in the offseason with the three picks they have in the in the NFL draft. You know, so look at Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, there are two names really that have to emerge in this game. They got to produce those matchups against the Bucks cornerbacks will be really, really important, and obviously Hurts' ability to get them the ball will be will be important as well. As for Tom Brady, he's been here, done that, all this. Tom Brady is the most experienced player on the football field in this game. Obviously, he's been through many situations, and we know that he wants to obviously uh, get the Bucks. Uh, rain going here. Obviously, they last year they were on the road for a majority of the wild card games, pretty much all of them, I believe. Uh, they had they had to win obviously two three games, um, you know, to do that. So they have a home game here, and depending on how the matchup draws, they might or might not have a divisional game next week. But you know, Brady obviously has been at his best, uh, even with the you know Ralph Godwin, you know. Uh, he's been able to do some good things with Mike Evans and Gronk, and that uh, can the can the Bucks move the ball and can they put up points in a flurry against the Eagles? And that's the thing that is going to be something to watch out for because we know that last time, obviously, the Bucks scored a couple of touchdowns and then they hit a couple of rough spots where they had to climb back into the game. So we'll see if the Bucks can really get a flurry of, of scores going and if they have Eagles playing from behind or down by double digits you'll probably see a lot more of Brady checking the ball down and giving four net carries so that'll be something to to monitor because you know you know the, the Brady obviously is gonna try to get the ball out of his hands quick and obviously he at any given point can give you a, a possession or two to score so it'll be just no watch because you know, this offense obviously has adjusted a little bit uh, and the question is, can the Eagles do a good enough job of taking away Evans and making maybe Gronk or someone else beat you um, in these other matchups? So the keys for the Philadelphia Eagles to win uh, for the Eagles it starts with their rush attack, with Sanders, with Boston Scott. The Eagles have to run the football. Now the Bucks defense, as good as they've been uh, at times this year, they have given up quite a few 100-yard-plus rushing games. To opposing running backs, the Eagles have to stick with the running game. You know, it's going to be really, really important that they they run the football, um, try to keep the time of possession in their favor, um, and if they can do that, it will set up for easier, uh, you know, conversions on a second down or third down play. So you do want to see the Eagles stay with the running game. Um, you know, even if they fall behind, you want to see them kind of run their offense, be really good in that area because they're going to need a lot of that um, to be able to kind of, you know, uh, keep the Bucks on the sideline as well as limit their possessions. And Hurts obviously can do a great job running the football, and 
no doubt he will definitely have to do a lot of that in this game as well to create some kind of momentum. They just have to score. They have to score and keep this game uh, within reach, which they weren't able to do as well last time. And that is going to have to change if they want to pull off this upset. Second key is Jalen Hurts really doing a good job of finding Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager. The Eagles have drafted obviously a whole lot of talent and they've acquired a lot of talent throughout the draft and free agency and look at the young guys on this team and Rager and Smith um, and Dallas Goddard. These three players have to be really productive and Jalen Hurts has to find these guys as much as he can because they obviously can't need to be in a position to do so and that starts with Hurt, Nick Sirianni causing some good plays in the play action passing game. These guys need the ball. You gotta get this Bucks defense moving at the linebacker level and also on the outside. So Smith, I think Devonta Smith has been obviously someone who's played in some games uh, with Alabama as well and we know how he can be so has to be able to find these guys consistently throughout this game, especially in those key moments when they need a couple of first downs or a couple of drives that lead to a score. They have to be able to do that. And I would say the third key uh, for the Eagles is their defense. Um, they have to make sure um, they get after it in terms of getting to Brady. And that's the thing with, 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 you know, the front four of the Eagles, their defensive line. You've got to make it tough. Um, obviously, you know, you want to contain Fournette, but you do not want to give up the big plays to Mike Evans and Brock and the field. So the Eagles defense, their secondary, really has to do without tackling, keeping things in front of them. But you do not, do not want to give the Bucks any easy touchdown scores. You want to make them kind of work your defense, which is they can. And you know, some of these defensive players on the defensive line have to bat down passes. They also have to make sure that they get to Brady. Obviously, you don't want to get any penalties that will cost you any extra yardage. Uh, but they have to make it physical. They have to find a way to keep the Bucks off their game. And that's going to be with their defensive coordinator. Um, I believe in Schwartz or Schwartz or somebody else. Uh, forgetting the defensive coordinator, but they got to mix it up and they've got to find a way to keep Evans in check uh, as much as they can throughout this game. Now, as for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their three keys to victory, I think number one, uh, the Bucks need Brady to be top of his game, no doubt. Obviously, he will do that, but you want to see the Bucks run a little more tempo, I think, and that will be something that they should try, I think, in this game. Um, you know, it has worked out well for them in the past, so I think they should try to do that. Brady's got to obviously find Gronk and Evans consistently, but go up tempo a little bit, see if you can get a couple of extra plays here and there. Uh, that might help the Bucks get off to a start, strong start and a strong lead in this game. I think the second key for the Bucks is the return of Leonard Fournette. Um, you don't want to see Leonard Fournette really. Uh, you have to get him some touches, get him in rhythm. You know, obviously he's missed some time, and Fournette is really, really important, I think, for the Bucks. their offense. Um, as much as obviously Mike Evans and Gronk and, you know, Scotty Miller and Grayson will do their thing at times, but you're going to need Fournette to balance it off because, you know, for, for Brady to throw it 30, 40-plus times, 
Uh, obviously, he can do it. We, we've seen it, but in the postseason, obviously, things do change quite a bit. And, um, you know, the Bucks obviously brought everybody back, right? Their offensive keep weapons. They brought offensive line guys back. So you have continuity in that aspect. And Fournette is someone who has really had a resurgence late in his career here. So give him the ball. Use him as well as your other running backs in Giamani Bernard if he can play or that rookie running back in Vogue. You gotta find a way to use your running backs and get the ground game going against this Philadelphia's defense because otherwise they will be trying to go after Brady with pressure situation and trying to defensively contain or double team Mike Evans. So you gotta have the running game produce whether it be in the rushing game or the receiving game. And the third key is Todd Bowles and his defense. They have gotten a lot healthier the last few weeks. Get after it on Jalen Hurts. Do not lose containment on, on Jalen Hurts, although you got to tackle him. Keep him within your you know, your eyes. You want to make sure you make him throw the ball as much as you can, even on the run. Make him double think, you know, because you want to seal the edges. You want to force the action to be in the middle of the field if you're a box defense. You do not want to get him on the outside or cutting through the middle and finding the lane. You have to contain those rushing lanes and those rushing attacks by by the Eagles, but you also want to make sure that you don't give up too much of a, uh, of a of, you know, the big plays with this passing game. And so, how the ball in, in, the, in, in their own end zone against the Eagles uh, offense will be very, very key, and they have to still find a way to keep Hurts and this offense from scoring any Double, you know, make make Nick kind of make those tough decisions as a first-year head coach if they have opportunities to score on a couple of you know short yard situations. So that's my my pick for this game. I expect a uh, interesting game from both teams. Uh, I think the Eagles will play really well. Obviously, they got a lot of rest last week, and I think you'll see a game in which the Eagles may keep it close. Um, with Hurts obviously having success, but I think that the Bucks, this offense will be able to put it together um, down the stretch a little bit more better than the Eagles will. I think the playoff experience will will come come into come into a factor in this game. I think that Brady, uh, despite how many things you put, you put up against him, somehow some way he always finds a way to win at home. So I think that that will happen again. I think the Bucks win this game um, by a couple of scores late in the fourth quarter as I think Brady in this offense heats up and gets the better of the Eagles defense down the stretch. So the next matchup that I want to preview in the NFC um, playoffs is between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, what a matchup this is going to be between both teams. Obviously, two um, historic franchises, uh, obviously with all the greats and stuff uh, in, in the years past. And look at this matchup; it is really going to be an interesting one because, I mean, both teams obviously ending on a interesting note in their seasons. As the Niners obviously um, battle tested a little bit, you know. Uh, won from behind last week uh, against the Rams and the Niners have definitely been in a little bit more of some tighter games this season than the Cowboys have been 
Uh, look at Dallas, their offense really was great in the first half of the season, second half, somewhat of a struggle. Uh, their Dallas defense has been really great this season, much better than they were last year. Dallas has had, I think, the most takeaways and turnovers this season of any team um, in the NFL. So, you know, you have that going. You look at Mike McCarthy, obviously his first playoff game with as a Dallas head coach, and we know that McCarthy's obviously had his moments this season where he's made some good decisions, and sometimes he has been really questionable at times, and, you know, that will be his play calling, his decision-making will be a, a huge factor um, in this game against uh, Kyle Shanahan, who obviously, uh, got to give him credit, he really uh, was able to do some great things this in coaching-wise, getting these players ready and competing as hard as they have. Um, their defense, obviously, getting back to form a little bit with Warner and Armstead and Kinlaw playing extremely well with Nick Bosa obviously being healthy and available and Niners have looked a lot better in some aspects Jimmy Garoppolo has you know been able to quiet down some of the Trey Lance rumors he's played some of his best football last couple of weeks although we know that his turnovers continue to be something that comes up here and there but then again he led a couple of drives last week that led to points and the game winning score so uh, it's a fascinating match. You look at the 49ers. They have obviously Diego Samuel, George Kittle, Brendan Ayuk. You look at Dallas with Schultz, with Cooper, with Lamb, uh, with Elliott. It's going to be really interesting to see how both offenses can do in this game. You know, there's potential for a high number of points. There's also potential for this game to be a very tight game and a low-scoring one. Look at Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, both have played in playoff games. Only one of them obviously has been to a Super Bowl. But we know with Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, he's you know had his moments in the postseason where they obviously have ran the football extremely well. They played good defense, and Jimmy Garoppolo just hasn't been able to always deliver on those big throws at times in his career. But this is a game where Jimmy Garoppolo may have to do a lot, a lot of things to, to, to you know to maybe get get Niners over the top. He's going to have to obviously play well against his Dallas defense and defensive line that has improved. Obviously, Makai Parsons and Trevon Diggs are two names to watch on defense for the Cowboys. And as for the 49ers, you know, you look at Nick Bosa, look at Fred Warner. I think those are the two most important players in the Niners defense. Their ability to make some plays will be key. And more importantly, this game between both teams, I think whichever team gets couple of turnovers, the field position will be really, really important. Um, now Dallas, obviously, you know, they have huge aspirations. They were a huge favorite coming out of the preseason, and this is, uh, yeah, another home playoff game, and Dallas has, has pretty much always had a home playoff game to start their run, you know, so it's going to be interesting to watch how Dallas comes out, because we know that in some of the games this season, they come out really flat. And then they play their best as the game goes along. And sometimes that works out, sometimes it doesn't work out. But this game with the 49ers is going to come down to style and which team is able to kind of impose their style on each other. And Niners obviously have a great running game and running concept, obviously, with Kyle Shanahan. And uh, so that is something that will continue to be a factor. And, you know, um, how both teams kind of schematically. Uh, run their offenses in this game will be very, very important. Now as for uh, the keys now for the San Francisco 49ers, 
I think the first key for the 49ers is their defense. Uh, they have to contain Dak Prescott and his ability to consistently find Amari Cooper, you know, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz, I mean. I mean, they have to get pressure, and Niners have to play with some physicality in this game. They really have to find a way to win the battles against some of the Cowboys' defensive line and tackles. And, you know, if they can do that and contain this passing attack, you know, they'll really force Dallas into a long situation on third down, second down. But you want to make it tough for Dallas. You want to make them work at the opposite. Dallas has played... Dallas, Dallas has played some, some you know, fairly easy or under 500 record. Obviously, the game that they did lose that was more significant was against the Cardinals. Um, but, you know, Dallas has won some games and they've been able to obviously run the football. And they did play well, obviously, in their, their finale, but that was against the Eagles' backup players and things like that. So, you're the Niners. You just want to make sure that Dallas isn't as great of execution in the end zone. You want to be disciplined on the, on, on, in terms of the cornerbacks. You know, you want to be doing a really good job of just not giving up a whole lot of plays. And you want to keep this game within reach for your offense uh, much better than you did. Um, you know, like I said, against the, the Rams last week, I mean, the, the Niners obviously did struggle in the beginning, but they settled down and got that interception at the end. So they got to find a way to do the same thing um, in this game. The second key um, uh, for uh, the 49ers is you want to see Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk all have an impact in this game. Now, it will doing a good job of giving them the ball, but Kyle Shanahan has to use all these players' strengths and abilities and what, they, what they're unique at in, in this game. We've seen Ayuk obviously do some nice things this season, his second year. Uh, George Kittle has been a constant, but these three players are really important in the future of this offense. And I think that uh, you know Garoppolo is going to have to do a good job finding these guys consistently against the Dallas defense. That is going to be opportunistic trying to uh, you know contain the running game of the Niners. So there'll be a lot of focus on the Niners' run game, and I think that Kyle Shanahan will probably stay with that. But he definitely has to make sure that this passing attack with the Garoppolo to Samuel to Ayuk to George Kittle is really important. Of course, Juwan Jennings is someone that could be an X factor as a wideout for the 49ers in this one. So you got to get him going and try to keep that um, keep that going. And so the third key for the 49ers is really they just have to keep this. Um, game uh, manageable time possession. The 49ers have to run the football. That is the third key for them. It's been great all year long at times. Now they will have, um, you know, obviously they are going to try to use Elijah Mitchell. They might get back Jeff Wilson and possibly, you know, Trey Sermon or a couple other players. So the Niners have to use their running backs in a variety of ways. You know, you want to see the this offensive line do a good job of protecting and creating the, creating the rushing lanes in this game. And if they can control time possession, limit the Cowboys' possessions, Niners have a much better shot of contain, keeping this game close. Now, as for Dallas, uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, they have to be really special in this one. Those two obviously have had 
some good games this season, but now is the time for the Cowboys to really rely on these two. Obviously, they will pass the football and do all those things, but Elliott, Pollard, and the Cowboys offensive line has to find success in the running game. they got to give the Niners a little bit of dose of their own medicine in this one if they want to be able to counteract whatever Niners will do defensively against them. Second key is Dak Prescott and this Cowboys offense starting out fast. Not starting out flat the way they did against the Cardinals weeks ago. You gotta run your offense, gotta trust your reads, Dak, and you gotta <laughs> find a way to put the ball in the end zone. I mean, Dallas, you know, hasn't been able to do that as well. Obviously, they look good, obviously, in that game against the Eagles. Like, but like I said, it was against, you know, backup players, and it wasn't as good as it should have been. But you want to see Dallas finish drives. You want to see them find a way to put points against this 49ers defense and put a lot of pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo and this offensive score rather than you having to fall, play from behind and really try to press in a lot of situations. And the third key for Dallas is their defense. Their linebackers and Mike Kai Parsons and Van Der Esch got to find a way to contain the impact of George Kittle in this game. And you want to obviously tackle the, the football. You want to be prepared for the outside stretches and runs that 49ers will throw at you, um, but more importantly, you want to make Jimmy Garoppolo have a lot more passing attempts. You want to put the ball in his hands a lot more than these running backs, um, and make him convert on third down. You know, get after him, get pressure, um, but really just try to limit, um, you know, whatever you can do in terms of, um, you know, you want to obviously play the deep ball well, make, get some turnovers, but. As, as defensively, Dallas has to be in my position. They have to avoid those those penalties, those holding calls. They really got to make the 49ers work uh, to get some points in the end zone rather than uh, you know allowing some of these wideouts to to exploit their matchups. So Dallas, you know, look at the Marcus Lawrence. You know, you look at you know Gregory and some of the other players. Uh, how they generate pressure and are able to tackle in this game will be really really important. So this is a tough one to pick. I mean, both teams are really good in what they do, and you look at Dallas. Obviously, uh, they have been playing, uh, you know, some pretty good football. Uh, you know, they obviously have been some battle-tested games this year. The Niners are really good as well in terms of what they've been able to do and how they've been able to get better as the season goes along. It's really a tough one to pick. You know, I really want to go with an upset here. Um, but I just don't see it happening uh, in this one. I think that the 49ers will play a great game. I think they'll play a really solid game all the way around. But I think that this offense for Dallas is going to find a way to win this game late. It might be on a late drive in the fourth quarter under 2-3 th minutes. I just see Dallas being able to do a good job of closing this one out. I think they will trail maybe in this game at some point. Um, but I just see a game in which the 49ers will do everything fairly good. Um, but I think that Dallas will do a little bit better. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo will have his, have opportunity again to either go ahead game winning drive. And I think that Dallas' defense comes up with a huge stop. And Dallas ekes out and wins this playoff game at home against the Central 49ers.
So in this final segment, I want to look at the Monday night playoff game that will be happening between the 11 and 6 Arizona Cardinals and the 12 and 5 Los Angeles Rams. Should be great, obviously history as a having a Monday night playoff game. Although I will talk about it today and preview it, um, as I do want to get into other things and recap, obviously, um, all the playoff action on Monday from the Saturday and Sunday games. Um, so I'll keep that uh, something to do on Monday. Uh, you look at this matchup within Cardinals and Rams, as I mentioned before, 11-6, 12-5. Both teams, obviously, quite a season for both teams. Look at the Cardinals, obviously, they were one of the hottest teams in the NFL to begin the season. Uh, obviously, injuries kind of changed the course of their season a little bit, uh, but they did finish with a winning record. And Cliff Kingsbury's, uh, I believe, second season. So, Kyler Murray obviously has shown a lot of progress. His team overall on both sides has shown a lot of progress. And despite the Cardinals kind of uh, faltering a little bit down the stretch, not being captured at number one C, they are still a team that has some momentum on their side. You know, they obviously got a win against uh, Dallas a couple of weeks ago, and they've been able to stay obviously afloat. Look at the They've had quite a season as well. Obviously, Matthew Stafford, McVay, first year together. Uh, you know, getting old. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. was huge. Obviously, they overcame. You know, obviously they didn't have. You know, Robert Woods obviously went down with injury. Cam Akers is back. They also acquired Von Miller. They've been busy. They've been all in on. You know, getting the best players that they can, and really not holding up to any kind of picks at all. Really just. Uh, you know, all about winning right now is what the Rams are trying to do. And you look at this game on my night. I mean, it's going to be huge for both teams. Uh, look at the Cardinals. I mean, they're obviously a team that is young in terms of, you know, a couple of players. And, um, you know, obviously Murray's first playoff game and Kingsbury's, you know, first playoff game. So, you know, the Cardinals have some players that are experienced probably on their roster. You know, I think in Chandler Jones probably and um, a couple of others. Now the Cardinals might have J.J. Watt available to play on a Monday night. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins unfortunately will not be able to give it a go uh, just because of the knee surgery that he had. Um, so it's going to be telling to see how the Cardinals kind of take things. What they do have obviously is a couple of like a staff that's pretty good in terms of um, some of these assistant coaches have been in part of like you know rosters and things like that so the Cardinals are obviously a team that you know it's all about can they get hot at the right time in terms of their offense and can they put it all together in this game on the road now both teams uh, the Rams and Cardinals both split their season series against one another so the Cardinals obviously won in Los Angeles early in the season 37-20 to 20, where they had a huge running rush performance. Their defense was able to get some turnovers. And then the Cardinals fell at home uh, to the Rams. The Rams came on the road and Matthew Stafford played a much better game. You know, Kyle Murray had a couple of turnovers and the Rams won that game. I think back in week 13 or week 14 maybe uh, the, you know, the Rams won 30-23. to 23. So both teams obviously know each other pretty well. Um, we look at uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, the key for Cliff Kingsbury is obviously 
being able to make some good decisions in this game. You know, obviously, they're facing a loaded Rams team. Um, a team coming off a loss, by the way. Um, so how does he manage the expectations, the momentum of this game? You know, will he be a little bit more aggressive and going for it in a couple of situations? Will he take the points when he has to take points? That's something that Kingsbury will have to deal with. As for McVay, we've seen a lot of things from him throughout his time. He has more playoff experience. Uh, his quarterback, obviously, has been in some playoff games, but they haven't really won any, any of his, you know. Obviously, that's with the, with the Detroit Lions, and that remains to be something to watch is, you know, Matthew Stafford, how well can he play in a playoff game um, that has, you know, huge implications because the Rams obviously traded for him the expectation of making a deep run in the postseason. You know, he was deemed as the missing piece uh, for the Rams uh, by many in the offseason. And so the time is here for Matthew Stafford, obviously, to to prove it as well as the rest of this team. Um, you know, McVay can say all he wants about, um, you know, not pressure or anything like that, but and you look at Matthew Stafford, he's done everything else in the NFL pretty much in terms of, you know, winning games and, you know, being a part of, you know, obviously having those top numbers over the course of his career. But, you know, it's all about him now trying to win in the postseason and put together a string of playoff performances that show why he was the number overall pick when he was. And that's going to come into play in this game as well. You know, you look at Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. Those two obviously are going to be huge in this game. Look at the Cardinals. AJ Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz will be huge um, in this game. He's someone that, you know, Kyler Murray is going to really have to rely on as well. And with James Conner hopefully able to play as well as uh, Edmonds, you know, uh, it will be uh, really important for these players to really spotlight and produce in key moments. So, three keys for the Arizona Cardinals uh, to win this game. I think number one, this Cardinals defense. Uh, look at Chandler Jones. He's obviously had a tremendous season. Look at Buda Baker in the back end. He's been pretty good. This Cardinals defense has to be able to make this game tight. They've got to get after Stafford and really try to make plays. You know, you want to force Stafford into bad throws. Um, you want to be able to put your offense in a better situation to score. So the Cardinals have to really do a good job of containing Cooper Cup. Let Odell Beckham have success. Maybe let someone else beat you on that Rams offense. Uh, but you got to keep Matthew Stafford in long down situations. Keep him out of, out of a rhythm on his possessions and really force the, car, uh, force the Rams to play a little more tighter with a less, little less tempo. And I think if the Cardinals do that, they will do better. But they last time we had with the Cardinals, they gave up a couple of big plays. They have to be disciplined in that aspect of avoiding the give of the and really doing a good job of disrupting any kind of rhythm that the that the Rams will have early in this game, and especially when it's tight and they if they have a lead, especially the, at that time as well. The second key I would say for the Arizona Cardinals is Kyler Murray really getting this team off to a hot start. Uh, you want to see Kyler Murray go through his reads, use his mobility in this game. 
he's got to find a way to keep producing, making some plays, fighting Green, fighting Kirk, fighting Zach Ertz. So the game plan with Murray is really he's going to have to trust his reads, avoid the turnovers because the last time that these two teams played, you know, Murray had a couple of interceptions that were really costly. One was down in the end zone area and one was backed up in their own territory. Um, so Murray's got to make sure he plays a strong game, uh, really find, you know, find ways to keep this offense moving, the chains, and they got to put points in the end zone. They got to put up points in the end zone, and, you know, get some touchdowns, you know, get some type of momentum on your side if you're Kyler Murray, um, because obviously the Rams are loaded, and, and they can obviously get a score at any time, so... Um, how well they kind of maximize their time and possessions will be very important for the Cardinals to have a chance of putting off the upset in this one. And I would say the third key for the Cardinals in this game um, is really just going to come down to their, off- their offensive line. Their offensive line has to do a good job of containing Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's obviously really good, a monster on that defensive line. This Cardinals offensive line has been good at times this season, but in playoff games, it comes down to battle the trenches sometimes, and how well do you pass protect up front. So the Cardinals offensive line has to be really solid in terms of not only protecting Kyler Murray from that pass rush, but also being able to develop a consistent running game and running lanes. You know, the Cardinals have been able to run the football well, uh, very well this season. And if they can just find a way to keep the running game going, you know, get two, three, four yards a carry, I think they'll be in a much better spot uh, to convert certain situations. So let's see that be a priority for the Cardinals is protecting Murray. And um, I think, as I mentioned, you want to run the football as well and limit the number of possessions and limit the number of penalties as well if you're the Cardinals offense. As for the Los Angeles Rams and their three keys to victory, thing number one, uh, it's going to come down to Matthew Stafford. Stafford's going to have to be on top of his game. Uh, you want to see him do a good job of flinging the football, trusting his reads, and not turning the ball over. He's had a lot of turnovers the past three games of the regular season. He needs to come out, be effective, be good. Um, Make sure you make those right throws and reads. You know, you cannot miss too many throws in this game. Uh, he's got to be really good when it matters the most, and the Cardinals will need that from him, especially if they are trailing or they need a key drive. He needs to produce in that aspect. I think the second key for the Los Angeles Ram is their defense. Uh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, a couple of, you know, Ramsey. The, car, the Rams defense really needs to show up in this game. Do a great job of getting after Kyler Murray, making this game as physical as possible. You know, they got to make it tough for any of the Cardinals wideouts to have success in this game. So tackle to the football, keep yourself in front of Kyler Murray, try to force him to beat you in other ways than just running the football. But the Rams front four has to have a big day of getting up in Kyler Murray's space, not giving him the extra time and seconds to make throws down the field. 
And the third key I would say for the Los Angeles Rams is you want to see the running game be a factor with Cam Akers and Henderson. Um, as well as you want to mix in as much as Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, uh, Van Jefferson on some of these special plays that you can get. And McVay is creative and he, do- he does like to throw out some things sometimes in the postseason. So you want to see the creativity with the running game, but also with these three wideouts. You know, you want to get them situations where they can make plays um, and really get this Cardinals defense out of, out of sorts on some key possessions in this game. So as for my pick for this game, uh, you look at the Cardinals, I mean, they are going to have a tough time, I think, of being able to put together a lot of points in this one. They could do that. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals do do that, but look at the Rams. All year they've been talking about having the ability to have quarterback now that can win them those big time games. Um, this is a match where you know Odell, Odell Beckham, you know Cooper Cup can really do a lot of great work and damage against the Cardinals defense. Um, I think you'll see a game in which the Cardinals probably will keep it close and play well early on. But I expect the Rams to break this game open up. Uh, I think they opened this game up and probably in the second half. I just think there's just too much firepower for the Rams. Um, I think they will find ways to score. And I think that their their defense, after whatever happened last week and how they obviously had some of those moments where they gave up those big plays to Jimmy Garoppolo on that offense, I think the Rams' defense bounces back. I think they make it tough for Kyler Murray to get into a rhythm. Uh, and I think they shut down... Cardinals on a couple of possessions in this one and I think you'll see the Rams win this football game and advance to the next round. So I'm picking all the home teams to win in the Super Wild Card weekend. Um, uh, obviously um, it's tough for all the home teams to win on a playoff weekend. It's happened only a few times probably in recent memory but I'm sticking with it. Taking all the home teams to win. Uh, you know this weekend and obviously on Monday night and I will obviously recap all of the playoff action um, from Super Wildcard weekend um, as well as more um, on Tuesday when it comes to this game with the Rams and Cardinals so stay tuned for all that hope everybody has a great weekend uh, and always thank you for listening stay tuned for more episodes to come next week and everybody enjoy yourselves and take care have a good night